At CDW, we get the right network makes remote locations seem less remote. Great, because my data is lagging out here. CDW can orchestrate the Aruba Edge Services platform, bringing computing closer to where data is created. It automates, unifies, and secures the edge, fixing problems before they impact your business, giving your network a sixth sense. Someone at the door? Just a moose. He works here. Ah. Aruba and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Aruba. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. No matter how big or small your business is. Earn back when you spend, get exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help level up your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231-22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. New Orleans Pelicans basketball is on the air. Bounce feed to Jonas. Up top, B.I. Straight away three. Good! Bucket! Bucket! Good! Ingram, hook pass, left corner, C.J. Catch and shoot three. Down for McCollum! Hi, this is Todd Graffinini. Join me as the Pelicans take on the Sacramento Kings. Tuesday at 9 p.m. on ESPN 100.3 New Orleans. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, saddle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Well, it wasn't pretty. But a win is a win, and it sets up a big one tomorrow against the L.A. Lakers. Pelicans win it 117-107. They didn't cover, but they won. 3-10 to go. You're up 10. Stop to been hard to come by. Keon Johnson to the rack. Missed it. Rebound Jonas. There's a stop. Now, can you run the break? Ingram. Chessett deflected to McCollum. Right wing three. Buried it. <sighs> Exhale slightly, partner. <laughs> we all were last night, believe me. Um, we'll hear more from Ty Graffinini, voice of the Pelicans, and John DeShazer on the call there, and from Willie Green, B.I., and C.J. coming up later in the show. Again, they'll take on the Lakers. L.A. on the road tonight taking on Utah. Imagine this. Uh, LeBron's not playing, more than likely. <laughs> he and A.D. being saved for the game tomorrow uh, let's see if we see AD. The big news in the NFL, Bruce Arians deciding, I'm done. I'm retiring. He didn't even know what the, uh, the title is in the front office though. <laughs> but that's where he's going to go. Todd Bowles is the new head coach there. He's been promoted. So Matt Rule is your longest tenured head coach in the NFC South. Ben Heisler, uh, is going to try to join us here once a week. As always, appreciate the time at Benny Heis, H-E-I-S, is the way to follow on Twitter. He's the managing editor for Bet Cited. Uh, ben, good afternoon. How are you? What's happening, Gus? How you living? Got a lot. Got a lot going on here. Uh, Saints fans want more free agency signings. The NFC South has been interesting, to say the least. Um, and then we got Pels to worry about. Final Four, I got to ask you. But let's just start with, with that, obviously. How surprised are you that Bruce Arians, after really free agency starts, decides to give the keys to Todd Bowles? I mean, it's Bruce Arians, so you kind of always have to take what he says and sort of his actions with a, a bit of a grain of salt because 
he's a bit of a wild card, right? Like he's gone in a lot of different directions over the course of his career. I will say it was kind of funny to see Bruce Arians show up in that team picture of all the NFL coaches just a couple of days ago over right. in Florida. And then he decides to come back and says, ah, you know what? I don't know what happened at that meeting, but uh, now I think it's time for me to go and hit the old dusty trail. Like the timing feels very strange, especially given the nature that Brady has been back for a while. Uh, I know there's been a lot of speculation that, that Brady may have forced him out or, and maybe uh, Brady and Byron Leftwich weren't particularly um, interested in, in hearing from Bruce Arians with regarding to changing up the game plan that they wanted to execute. Um, I suppose more information could come out down the road, mm-hmm. but maybe he just came to the point where he said he had enough, and if so, uh, I think it's a fairly easy transition to Bulls, who has had coaching experience. Yep. It still allows Leftwich to have you know full control of the offense with Tom Brady. They're going to be a, a nice duo together. And I, I really don't think much will change uh, when it comes to sort of this new coaching staff because I think they're going to take on the mentality that Arians has. Does it change your opinion or approach of what the Bucks could maybe be next year? Or do you think like what you just said in that um, essentially maybe this is kind of the structure that Tom sort of likes? I heard that a lot nationally this morning, that this is actually going to benefit them. Yeah, I, I don't know if it will necessarily benefit them because, you know, they're still – you know, a season off of winning a Super Bowl, and they're still the, you know, the favorite right now in the NFC to play the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl based off of the odds in multiple mm-hmm. sports books. Um, so I, I wouldn't necessarily overreact to it. Um, yeah, I, I never, I don't know if it's necessarily that that Bulls wasn't a good coach his first time around, or if he just had a really crummy roster to work with. I, I'd right. put more of the latter on uh, terrible ownership uh, in New York for Bulls uh, not having an opportunity to, to succeed. Um, but, I mean, every report about him is that he's more than more than qualified to take on this current role. The odds have, you know, reflected that. And, and I think everything will be just fine. There, there's too many veterans, Gus, on this team and too many guys that have come back to go to the same system that they already know that would indicate that he's not going to have control of this roster and what they need to do to be successful. And it's also a bad division. So I, I just don't see a lot of things getting in the way of Tampa Bay, um, regardless of who's you know, regardless of who the head coach is. Ben, I, I want to kind of address a little bit from a perspective of who's available and why you still they think or you think they still are at the receiver position. Saints fans want everybody, right? Jarvis Landry reportedly is looking for twenty million. Odell Beckham Jr. You name it. Um, they Will Fuller's become a name around here, and I'm like. Breathe. I like the draft. That's me. But there are some names out there, Manuel. I mean, there's some guys that have experience. Why do you think there's so many veteran players that can play that position that have yet to sign? I, I think it's what you just mentioned. This is one of the deeper drafts um, at the wide receiver. In fact, we've seen that over the last several years, right? Like, there's more of an emphasis on quality wide receivers in the college game, and now you're starting to see that translate to the pro game as well you can find a very effective wide receiver in this year's draft in the second third or fourth round uh so you don't necessarily need to sign an aging veteran that, that's going to add more money onto your cap um i don't know how many team-friendly deals a lot right. of those guys also want to sign mm-hmm. um you know you can fill a couple of holes here and there like it, you know if you're the saints um I think maybe a couple guys that could potentially make that. Like, I know Sanders didn't have the, the greatest go around, but it, he knows the system. 
You know, that's the guy that you can plug and play. Uh, longtime quality veteran in the league that can, can help somebody, you know, move on right. um, and, and kind of get to that point for a lot of these rookie receivers. Like, they should, the Saints should absolutely be drafting a wide receiver, possibly two in this draft. There's, there's so many guys uh, that you can plug into that slot position that's been really, you know, impactful for the Saints. They, they seem to have speed on the outside. I think right now you just need that more reliable weapon because nobody really knows what's going to be happening with Michael Thomas. Quick football question, and we'll get into, uh, of course, the final four here and your thoughts on tonight's NBA slate. When you look at Jameis Winston, I, I think he has potential to be, you know, better than I think a lot of people kind of give him credit for. Um, let's just see, obviously, from what that is. But in terms of fantasy football, it's hard to look at that potential until I know, obviously, where receiver's going to go, how many games Alvin Kamara goes, things of that nature, um, which is nuts because I'm like, you know what, let's just live wild here. Uh, go trade for DK Metcalf. I'd love, I'd love to get, do you think DK Metcalf is a Seahawk next year? That's a really good question. I, I mean, he's a generational talent, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Lockett, to me, feels like the, the better guy to move, but he's also making a lot of money as well. Like, I could see a scenario in which, like, Russell Wilson tries to get one of those guys over to Denver and maybe they, like, move on from, from Jerry Judy, for example, uh, as a possibility of a young wide receiver who's still on that rookie contract so mm-hmm. Russ can get a couple guys that you know, he really likes. Um, I, I, I think this – I'll put it this way – I. I think if the Seahawks are trying to determine whether or not they can find their next Russell Wilson, it actually behooves them to have a full season of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett there. So many times when you're drafting a quarterback, and I'm, I'm thinking about this for, for my team in the Chicago Bears, like you have to figure out whether or not your quarterback can play right. and whether or not the Seahawks decide to go with through lock or if they go through the NFL draft immediately giving them weapons to throw to speeds up the process to determine whether or not this is somebody that you're going to invest long-term capital in. So I, I actually think it gives Seattle sort of in this mini rebuilding process right. where now for the first time in how many years, they don't have to worry about paying a quarterback and by doing so getting rid of other talent on their team because the quarterback is locked into a very, very expensive deal. So I don't think they're going to move Metcalf unless somebody offers them, say, a similar package to what we saw for Tyree Kill, right? Like four or five different draft picks. Maybe it doesn't even have to be a first-round pick, mm-hmm. but just multiple areas of draft capital that would help them further move this process along. But I don't think they're going out and making calls to try and say, we'll, we'll take your best offer. We're moving on from DK. I was just daydreaming. Maybe it was the amount of wine I had, Ben. I just can't imagine Michael Thomas, Taysom Hill, quote unquote, tight end, you know, Metcalf and Camaro. Like, good luck trying to tackle those guys or get the ice tub ready. You know, it'd be like a Netflix Can show. I... They'd complain after every single thing or they would celebrate after every single catch. Do you buy the, the Taysom Hill tight end thing? Cause when that news came out that like that's going to be the sole focus. Yeah. That, listen, talented guy. Like, yeah. there's, there's nice, it's nice having a versatile weapon like uh-huh. him on your team, but I mean, what's he making next year? 10, 11 million for a tight end? 
did you see the Saints tight ends last year? <laughs> 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 I mean, let me tell you something. If he can just catch it and then run it without fumbling it, um, sold. No, no Saints fans will complain about the money there. I, I, I'm with you. Look, I think it's one thing to want to do it and be it. But again, this is with, you know, the offensive coordinator, Pete Carmichael was here. I mean, you use Jimmy Graham and you see how Kelsey and other guys are sort of views like that. And, and I thought what was interesting was, that Dennis Allen said that, yeah, that, that's how he envisions him. A guy, he's, he's going to be standing up, right? Just lined up on the slot out there and attacking the middle. So, you know, he's not going to be the blocking tight end or anything from that nature. Right. So at the end of the day, can he catch a ball? I mean, can he catch a ball and then run? And then we've seen him break tackles and be bruising and, and have speed. So why not? It's, it's a fascinating aspect. And, Again, like we'll see ultimately how Dennis Allen transitions into that role. I, right. I just think there's still so many questions there. You know the state of the defense, but still too many holes for me to feel comfortable that they're going to turn things around. Even getting Winston back, which right. I, I think from a from a short term perspective made all the sense in the world, and it's a good contract for him. All right, sir. Uh, final four: Villanova and Kansas. The first game at five oh nine. What do you see in this one? Kansas right now a four and a half point favorite. Is the injury? To one of Villanova's key players, the reason here, I I think this is a Jayhawks game to lose, or Villanova's defense can give them trouble? I, I think Villanova's defense can give them trouble. That's also been evidenced by the fact that Jay Wright has gone 5-3 and three against Bill Self over the course of his career. He's also 7-1 and one against spread against Bill Self. I, I think the line moving to 4.5 because of the Justin Moore injury is, mm-hmm. is a tad bit too much. What, what Villanova is so good at is dictating pace, making free throws as the number one free throw shooting team in the country. They're incredibly efficient on both sides of the floor. And to Kansas' credit, they've gotten much better on the defensive side of the ball. They're still a top-seven adjusted efficiency offense as well. Um, but I, I just think there's something about when Villanova pushes when, – when Villanova is in control of tempo, they will slow down the Jayhawks, which they do not want to do. In fact, you saw it against Providence. Uh, the Jayhawks tried to run, and then neither team made shots, and that allowed Kansas to move on. Um, the game against Miami, Miami was in control in that first half, and then they didn't make anything in the second half. Like Kansas right. had a bad day. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think people are truly understanding that this wasn't particularly a good game. It was a terrible second half for Miami. Kansas went went fifty percent from the free throw line. They didn't make a lot of threes. Um, they shot under fifty percent inside the arc. Like. Kansas is a very good team, but I'm not ruling out Villanova, certainly from covering in this game. Uh, it's going to be close. Maybe the difference here is Kansas getting a couple big shots from O.J. Akbaji. I think they move on, but I'm not counting Villanova out by any means. I, I like them to cover the four and a half in a very close game. North Carolina and Duke. Duke, four-point favorites here. I kind of feel like Carolina's been playing really good basketball. Um, Duke, I, I know... What have you seen from them this year? I just feel the consistency thing sometimes is there or it's not with Baccaro and other guys. So I I wouldn't be surprised at all if North Carolina wins here. I, I wouldn't be surprised either. I, I like the over in this game at 150.5 uh, mm-hmm. just because Duke has been the team against North Carolina all season that has put up uh, in the 80s fairly consistently and frequently. Um, they, they just know how to score and they know the way that they want to play when it comes to this type of matchup. So I, I think you're going to see a lot of points, and I, I think if that ends up being the case, Duke ends up taking advantage. Um, they, they just understand how to be able to get North Carolina in transition. Um, Duke's offense has been so good inside the paint. Um, they're the number one team, in fact, a yeah, historic team 
as far as getting points like right by the rim. Uh, I, I think Duke moves on. The Blue Dot, or excuse me, the, the Tar Heels have been actually terrific in defense in the uh, in their defensive rating over their last five games. They've really picked it up on defense, but I just think Duke knows how to push that button. They'll be ready to go. Plenty of time to recover. Um, it's just they've been the more consistent team all year. It's also Hubert Davis's first Final Four. Uh, Coach K has done this for a million years. Uh, yeah, I, I like Duke to, to have the inside advantage here, especially uh, if they're en- if they end up continuing to get those easy buckets inside. All right, Ben. To the NBA, two games of note to me: Bucks and Nets tonight. First game on TNT. Brooklyn two point favors here. Yeah, interesting, right? Like when it comes to trying to figure out the the Brooklyn Nets. They- they're always going to be favorites in this game. They've also been the worst team at home against the spread in the NBA. Um, so I, I like Milwaukee here. I, I think there's too much size, too much Giannis, who is, is getting disrespected in his MVP odds. Uh, I like them to cover as an underdog here. And, and Brooklyn just kind of hangs around that eighth spot. Mm-hmm. And finally, of course, here in New Orleans, we're paying attention to the Lakers and Jazz. More than likely no LeBron or AD as well. But 13 points, the Jazz. Am I taking this? The Jazz are coming off a really, really bad loss uh, against the Clippers on the road. Blew a 25-point lead in the second half. Um, If anything, I'll probably go towards the over in this game at 227. I just don't see a lot of defense being played. Um, But 13.5 feels like that's that's maybe a hold your nose and and take the Lakers at plus 13.5 to try and make it somewhat competitive. Uh, in a TNT game late at night. So I, I don't really like either side. I, I do prefer the over. All right. And tomorrow, Pels and Lakers, how you feel? <laughs> I, I, if LeBron <laughs> is out, then yeah. I, I'm usually on the other side unless sure. the line is so egregious. Like it is. Oh, no. AD and LeBron are playing tomorrow. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, ben Heisler. At Benny Heisler is the way to follow over on Twitter. Benny, H-E-I-S, is the way to go follow, and he is the managing editor over there at BetSided. So much info you can get over there. What can we find over there at BetSided? Yeah, a ton of college basketball previews for the Final Four. Of course, a bunch of NBA stuff for tonight. And we're getting ready for a bunch of Major League Baseball content coming up next week as well. Plus, it's Masters Week, Gus. So, uh, yes, get ready. Everything you need to to get ready to bet and have some fun with it is over at fansided.com. Thanks, as always, man. Appreciate the time. You betcha. Yep. Quick break. When we come back, we'll see if head coach Mike Silva will give us a buzz here of the Colonels. They've won five straight. Love to talk with him about his baseball team. And then we'll start taking more of your phone calls here. Leo Haggerty at 205 will join us. He was at the press conference. Todd Bowles, a new head coach at Tampa Bay. Bruce Arian stepping down. Hope that's spoken. His thoughts on that and what he can gather from all of this. Sporting over in ESP New Orleans. As the plot thickens in the NCAA tournament, Caesars Sportsbook has released an exciting offer for new users. Download the Caesars Sportsbook app and get started with up to $1,100 in first bet insurance. Sign up with promo code Radio CZR, that's one word, and then place your first bet on the NCAA tournament, hockey, NBA, you name it. Bet up to $1,100, and if you win, congrats. But if you lose, you'll get it all back as a free bet, which is like site credit you can use on your next wager. And with Caesars Rewards, every bet you 
place, win or lose, brings you closer to redeeming amazing benefits. Tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. Must be 21 and physically present in Louisiana. Permit pending at Horseshoe Bossier City. Not available in prohibited parishes. New users only. Bet amount of qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Paid as a single bet credit. Must be used within 14 days. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Caesar Sportsbook. Your app is ready, Louisiana. Download it. Spring is finally here. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Houma, we're ready. With truckloads of fresh inventory arriving daily. Plus fantastic deals like the all-new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Or the fuel-efficient class-leading MPG with Camry and Corolla. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is also giving you top dollar for your trade. Go ahead and shop the inventory online now at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These outstanding deals won't last long. Nope. Greg's got the deals. Shop South Hollywood Road. It's crawfish season and Louisiana crawfish are ready for boiling. Rouse's Markets has special seafood boiling rooms in stores. Yep, these guys are professional boilers. Rouse's Markets starts with the prettiest Louisiana crawfish, of course. But the key is the Rouse's Down the Bayou Seafood Mix. It's seasoned with just the right amount of lemon and onion and garlic and heat. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. That's 11 to 7 at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. What would you say you do here? Sports. sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Oh, boy. Can't wait to play this at the bottom of the hour. Yep. Questioning if Tom Thibodeau is the right head coach for the Knicks, Julius Randle's motor. Yet I got told this morning that that would be the perfect trade for Zion Williamson. I just, I'm just telling you what the national media is doing. We spoke with head coach Matt Reiser of the Southeastern Lions last hour. Now time to bring in head coach of the Colonels, Mr. Mike Silver, who joins us every Thursday here. Thank you, as always, for your time. Coach, how are you? I'm good, man. I appreciate you guys having me. As always, doing good. We had a good week, so uh, we're doing good and getting ready for this next weekend. I would say so. 14 and nine overall, five straight wins, coach. That uh, that always must feel well, right? Yeah, it never gets old. You know, they're hard to come by, so you try to enjoy every one of them and then take a deep breath and get ready for the next one. Coach, two of those wins would midweek games. So let's kind of start at the, at the start of this five game win streak, a five three win. Um, Sorry, you, you, you fall to Tulane there, and then you bounce back against the Cajuns and win 6-5. to five. That's a close game. Then you win Southeastern 6-4. That's a close game. 10-7 even kind of, I guess, you're, you're battling out there to make it work. 11-4, you sweep Southeastern, and then you win yesterday 5-2. to two. When you take a look at those five wins, what has stood out to you? Because they've been kind of similar games. Yeah, I just think our guys are getting more comfortable playing in close games and we're really starting to appreciate understand that uh, – you know, winning at this level is really hard, and the margin for error is really small, and just staying resilient, moving on to the next pitch, or the next play, and the, and the next moment, the next game. And I think sometimes, you know, you live too much in the past, whether you had a bad game or a good game, and, you know, really the next game really has nothing to do with the last one, and the next series has really nothing to do with the last one. And yeah, you want to gain some momentum, and momentum is confidence, but at the same time, just really appreciate and respect how difficult it is to win one game, forget about five in a row. And so, we feel like those all five of those games could have went either way, and we're really grateful that uh, that they went our way. And I think our kids' resilience really showed out. I mean, we, we we won two of them in the ninth, and then they were all close, and and they all could have went either way, and they were all really good teams. So we'll take them. When it could go either way, you're at least in that position to do that, right? And, and that's kind of 
one of the steps to learning how to win, isn't it, Coach? I mean, you want to be able to at least be in that position to do that where you can win it in the eighth, you can win it in the ninth. Yeah, well, I thought that the game against the Cajuns was a perfect example of kind of us taking a really big step for our program. We, we gave the game up. We made some mistakes. We made an error. We gave a couple of free passes, and they're a really good team. And, you know, we were able to hold it at a tie game and going into the bottom of the ninth and then come back and, and walk them off. And then, you know, building on that, going into the game Friday night at Southeastern, obviously it's a rivalry game and it's like opening a conference and there's a ton of emotion involved. And, uh, you know, to get, we got two odd double, I think with two strikes, the base is loaded in the ninth to, to really win the game and then able to hold on in the bottom half. And that's kind of what the roller coaster of emotions is like this time of year. And it's a lot of fun. I try to preach that it's fun. It's, it's hard and it's emotional and it's, it's really difficult and it's challenging, but that's what makes it so much fun. I want our guys to feel comfortable playing in those really tight games, that, especially in hostile environments on the road. And, you know, that, that's what that's what you do this for. I mean, it's a lot of fun to, to see the guys compete and see how they respond right. and react in those moments. And, obviously, we haven't done a really good job at times this year in those moments. So that was definitely a sign of growth for us, you know, starting last week and then moving through uh, last night. What was that series win, you think, meaningful to 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 your guys and and where you are really with the start of the program with you just getting here yeah i think it's huge you know i don't want to understate anything i mean i have so much respect for southeastern their program their tradition uh they've been really good for a long time they're a really good team i always say it's not kind of who you play it's when you play them and you know you really look it's one swing of the bat on friday uh, on friday night you know with the game on the line and then it kind of carried us through the weekend you know and so you know, I've been on the other side of that, too, where you kind of get the wind take knocked out of you. You've been in a little bit of a struggle, and it goes the other way. But for our players in our locker room and our dugout, I think it's, they're starting to believe. And I think they they know now um, that, you know, on a given night, we can beat anybody if we, if we play our style of baseball and really focus on what we can do well instead of sometimes, you know, what the other team does at a really high level. And so, yeah, I mean, it's huge for our guys just watching them get off the bus and then get back on the bus the next day. To say there's been a transformation, I think, would be an understatement just from day one of the season to today. And, you know, we, we kind of break the season up into 10-game stretches and into weeks. And right. we just want to be better next week than we were this week. And that's really challenging coming off the week that we had. But clear our minds, get ready for McNeese coming here tomorrow for the, for the, for the first conference series at home of the season. And, you know, you're going to get caught your head in the clouds and be so caught up in what just happened. Or you're going right. to be refocused and be humbled and, uh, and go out and stay hungry. And that's why I brought that up, Coach, speaking with Mike Silva of the Colonels, because you follow up that series win and get a win last night, right? And that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's one of those things where maybe you don't have that focus and do that. Did you like how the approach was yesterday, in, in, um, or Tuesday, rather, in getting that 5-2 win? Yeah, I just thought we were really steady. We didn't start off playing really well. We went down 2 to nothing and hats off to Lamar. They kind of took it to us. But then we just kind of steadied and, and righted the ship, and they made some mistakes, and we took advantage of them. You know, so much of winning at this level is it's really – you don't really win a lot of games. The other team loses them. You know, I know that sounds terrible to say, but, you know, if you just stay in the game, you throw strikes, you play catch, and then you just do your job offensively and, and do your job defensively and limit the damage, you have opportunities to win. I think our guys are really bought into that right now. And, look, it's not just for them, too. We have fans and a community of people that really support us and our coaches committee and so many boosters and people that it matters so much to. It is one of the attractions for me to – you know, be fortunate enough to come down here and take this job and just to get to see how much it means to them and feel like we're relevant again. And now the challenge of, you know, you're not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. You know, Southeastern was picked to finish first in our league and the McNeese has kind of run the table the last couple of years in this conference. They're really, really good. They probably haven't played as good as they are yet, 
but just like us, I mean, it just takes one swing or one moment to kind of get your team going. So hopefully we're not the team that gets them going this weekend. All right, we'll see what takes place against the Cowboys. What kind of baseball team are you going to be facing this weekend? Yeah, they're good. They're experienced. Um, they're good. There's an expectation to win there. They're very well coached. Uh, they have speed in their lineup. They can really put pressure on you. And then, you know, on the mound, if you get if they get it to the back end of the game, it's it's really really difficult. Their closer is probably the best one in the league. Um, he's got he's got electric stuff. He's got pitches to finish you off with. So we're gonna have our hands full. We know that. We're just gonna enjoy competing and. You know, take it one game at a time and see if we can't go get a win tomorrow night. Coach, appreciate the time that you give us on Thursdays. Good luck to you. And, again, five wins is it's nice to have in a row, sir. <laughs> no doubt. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Have a great weekend. Yep, for sure. GoColonels.com is the way to follow over, of course, on the athletic website in Nichols, BSB, the way to do so over on Twitter. 800-998-1003 if you'd like to join in the conversation. Love to hear from you. Pels fans, what do you think? About the team's win yesterday, 117-107, it is our question of the day. We'll chime in and see if we can get a hold of the intern here next segment as we take our break now. It's the Sports Hangover on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Home health services in South Lafouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health. For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound, our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 632-6900 for more information. Welcome to Allstate, where you can save just by being you. DriveWise and the Allstate mobile app gives you personalized driving feedback. And by adding it to your policy, you can save for driving safe just by being yourself. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Not available in every state. Savings based on DriveWise and other safeguarding discounts. Savings vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dashboard light problems? We can help. Our free fix finder service can read your check engine light, ABS light, and service indicator light, and give you possible solutions, verified by licensed technicians. You'll even get detailed results sent straight to your email so you have them when you need it most. It's the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. The free fix finder service, only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. More details at AutoZone.com. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Let's hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Yeah, it's morning. It's been like from this morning. Anybody and everybody that uh, follows the Knicks doing their best. <laughs> Trey Julius Randle, 
uh, try to convince you that um, the Pels should trade Zion Williamson for Julius, even though everybody tells you that covers the Knicks, that uh, he doesn't have the same motor. He's bipolar. He's all right. But he'll be perfect in New Orleans. Just anybody and everybody give us uh, Zion Williamson. I just, they won't stop. They they won't stop. You're Alan Hahn from Barton Hahn this morning, if you don't believe Good me. fit for New York, no. All right, here, let me start it over again. Here it is. I don't think he's a good fit for New York, no. I don't think he's a good fit here. I think he's a good player. You can see his numbers. But in this city, for the role they're asking him to be, which is a, a face-of-the-franchise kind of player, I just don't think he's the right fit in this city. But he's a, he's still a very good player. Oh, yeah, sure. And Don LaGreca host a show over there in New York. I don't think so. Hmm. I know he I know he did some nice things in Chicago and Minnesota and built them up into playoff caliber teams, but he's already done that with the Knicks, what he was able to do last year. Now you're trying to nurture a young team, and I'm just not sure whether he's perfect for it. doesn't mean he's not a good coach. I think he's a very, very good coach. But what looks like you're going to have to rebuild, because let's stop the fantasy that they're going to bring in big free agents. They never do that. They're really stuck with only, you know, drafting, building, and cultivating young talent. Is he the right coach for that? Or is he the coach that comes in, teams underachieving, he gets them to overachieve and get them into the playoffs? That's the kind of coach he is. Not somebody who's going to take a bunch of draft picks, mold them over the next two, three years into a championship team. Incredible. Get me on the first flight to go be a Nick, huh? There's Jay Williams this morning. I don't like Julius Randle as a leader. I don't. And we talk a lot about on our show how you respond to the media. And we've talked about Russell Westbrook. And I've made the statement that that's who Russell Westbrook is. I thought Julius Randle was somebody different. The way he's handled the media this year after losses has been, quite frankly, embarrassing for the organization. Mm. If it's from the thumbs down, uh, if it's from after the Bulls win their, after they win their game against the Bulls at home, the team is celebrating. He makes a beeline for the locker room, doesn't celebrate with his own teammates. If it's a rumor of a trade request after that Bulls game that comes from his camp and then he denies it and reports, the, the way he's led ultimately, uh, it doesn't make you feel like he wants to be a part of this organization moving forward. Mm-hmm. One more? I don't like Julius Randle as a leader. I don't. All right. And- so there it is, the same one. But, yeah, as uh, again, to sort of make you feel – what um, what it's like over there again? I only bring that up because, with everything that's happened with the Lakers, with the Knicks, I, I think if the Hawks win today, they're eliminated from playoff contention. The Knicks, and it'll be the eighth of their last nine seasons that they haven't been again. Last year was the first time they've been in the playoffs in forever. So I, I just again, I'm just warning you because you're going to start seeing that more and more, especially with, you know. Some stuff yesterday coming out that Zion, you know, may not be playing just three on three now, five on five. Um, just all kinds of different stuff and trying to get him to play. He's trying to make it the Knicks. I, I'm just, look, focus on what you can focus on. I think if you're a Pels fan and that is that the team got another win yesterday, got a game and a half lead now on the Lakers and with the Spurs losing yesterday, got another game. So they're two up on the Spurs. Two up on the Spurs. And you got six to play. Lakers tomorrow at the Clippers on Sunday. Then the Kings, Portland, Memphis, Golden State. Portland and Golden State are the final two games here on the 7th and 10th. 
and Golden State is the season finale. They were in a battle last night with the Suns. This is, again, Curry 